0: your business stuck? Tired of
1: leaving money on the table? Are you ready to take it to the next level? Join us as we dive deep into the small business secrets successful entrepreneurs are implementing to see massive results. This is the Business Growth Hacks Podcast, presented by Beefy Marketing. Here's your host, Andrew Brockenbush.
2: Come Come with with me. You in, in a world, world of processes process automation, automation.
0: <laughs> What's going on, small business nation we're here. It's a Monday. I pulled up a Monday statistic earlier, which was pretty interesting, which was that there is a massive spike in coffee sales on Mondays. Why? Really? Because you fools are worn out from spending all weekend partying and taking your kids from soccer games to soccer games or whatever it is that you're doing on the weekends that's causing you to be super unproductive on Mondays. This podcast is here to help you boost your productivity today, help you get a little bit more out of what you're doing, get you on track. As you could tell, we're, we're excited. We're, we're, I'm, I, you know, speaking of coffee sales, I am jacked up on two shots of espresso mixed with all kinds of other bad stuff. So I'm ready for you guys to dive into this episode. want to take a second to thank one of our sponsors. Wingman is incredible to help us put on this show. They are Mm -hmm. an amazing all-in-one marketing and sales automation software, which are here to help you streamline your communication, automate your processes, and grow your business. You can check them out at trustyourwingman.com. Please do that because they're amazing. John. Things are a little different um, around here today. We don't have a guest, so what do, we, what do you got on the what do you got on the agenda for we, us? We
2: don't have a guest, and I have an icebreaker, but it's not the normal icebreaker, Andrew. We're going to okay. get serious today, Andrew. I'm going to ask this you to process <laughs> phrases, and okay. I'm going to need you to tell me what that process means to you kind of like an ink plot test we're gonna dive through what these processes mean okay okay all All right right, Andrew you do have a lifeline if you want it we can call John the market (laughs) (laughs) employee onboarding
0: oh this this one's easy I don't have to call anybody this one right here is key to making those new team members feel welcome from day one when they come on
2: okay okay what about product development (laughs) oh
0: lifelines really uh (laughs) lifelines looking attractive right now (laughs) looking attractive (laughs) how about um this is all about the backbone of customer loyalty and satisfaction it is about creating okay. innovation, but making sure that you're doing it with your customers' needs in mind.
2: All right, all right. I'll buy that. All I think right. we can move on to the next <laughs> round, which would be decision-making process. Oh. Oh,
0: this one's tough, John. It had the word you "process" really,
2: in it as well. I got yeah. Tougher. If it
0: says "process," then does you it still have all three lines? It cancels itself out. You're all like, Uh, (laughs) uh, let's see Um,
2: you know what I don't know this one you want to give it to me you don't know this one I'm gonna let you take it I think your decision making process is how you balance the facts in front of you alright that's what I think I I think that would be a way to say it alright process optimization what does that mean to you
0: oh process automation I think this one's pretty straightforward it is about Getting your shit together. (laughs) Bottom line, making sure that you've got systems and processes in place to help you more effectively do your job. That's it for me, John.
2: I I like it. Did I win a million dollars? I was about to say, and for the billion dollar question, (laughs) what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Hey man, today
0: today is all about process creation. First of all, that was a lot of fun. The sound effects for me just really...
2: We're we're over gonna have edge. to do that more, more of that. Yeah,
0: the cinematic value of this show. I mean, it feels like we have got a massive budget around here,
2: and it I just does. don't know what to
0: think about that. Do we get a new studio too? That'd be cool. I want that sort studio of. I, that I built one yesterday
2: that, in an empty room that we had here oh, at the office. That's
0: right, you did. We did. We technically mm-hmm. did build a second studio. I want all the lights that move. You know, come down oh, on you whenever yeah. the questions the get movers. intense, just like yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be, that'd be <laughs> nice, man. Hey. This is going to be a fun conversation today. We don't often get to talk about something when we don't have a guest. And this has been something that's come up on multiple episodes over the last, really the last year, Um, something that I'm pretty open and honest about, which is that when I first started Beefy, it was pretty bad, like like bottom line, like I'm not going to like sugarcoat it or like pretend to be like some perfect, you know, creation. Like I certainly had my fair share of screw ups yeah. i would say yes to every opportunity that came our way um, that was my biggest one uh, yeah, that i had to learn right say no um, it's been a just say, yeah being willing to say no um much like a lot of other areas of my life i procrastinated and flew by the seat of my pants to get stuff done mm-hmm. and that resulted i am honestly i'm very blessed we only have one bad Google review out of like 10 years in business. We have one bad Google review. And the reality is there should be more than that. Like, I, you know, there's mm-hmm. multiple people that I did a disservice to because I didn't have systems in place. Um, right. And I would welcome those same people to come back now and, you know, give us a second shot because where mm-hmm. our company is at today is in a very different place than we were 2013. Um, 100% we have a team. Obviously that's always helpful whenever you're doing it by yourself and you think you can do everything by yourself. It's just never, it's never quite the same. We have an amazing team who, who everybody knows their role and and does their part and like helps. And that's, that's huge. And then the biggest thing and and the biggest point of this conversation is processes and systems. We had none of that back then. Again, like when you would have asked me like, Hey Andrew, what does it take to build a website? I was like, Oh, like I can build a website in my sleep. Like I know exactly what has to be done. Mm -hmm. But there was little things that got missed, right? So something as simple as like, oh, you forgot to install Google Analytics. And six months down the road, the client's like, hey, how's the website performing? And you're like, oh yeah, about Uh, that. I have no idea because I didn't install Google Analytics. Well, you're our web guy. You should have done that, right? And it's like, golly, like things like that that should not have gone unnoticed. um, You know, broken links, pages not working Mm -hmm. right on mobile, things that you just like, naturally should have checked before you went live but because there was no system in place to like make sure you right. didn't forget something you just missed it um, yep. so I really wanted to kind of dive into that conversation today I've been posting a lot on my on my personal Facebook page you guys can follow me Andrew Brockenbush uh, Instagram Facebook all the different places uh, I've been sharing like these kind of longer anecdotal lessons mm-hmm. that I've learned over the last decade in my business uh, yesterday I, I talked all about like trusting your experts and I plan on either writing today or maybe even next week about the importance of processes. And it's a conversation that like, I don't think enough businesses are putting enough weight into. That makes sense.
2: No. Um, um, I got a statistic here that actually backs that up. So it's an older study. It's from 2016, but it it was a Polish study where they studied 236 different enterprises. And of those, they found 69 of them, 69% of them did have, processes in place but only four percent of those actually maintained and managed those processes meaning they were updating them and making sure they were still working which is crazy to me you know because so much has changed over the last few years that if you put a process in place it's a great idea to you know every year beginning of the year to reevaluate those processes and make sure they're still doing what they need to be doing for you
0: yep yeah well said i mean I've been into so many businesses as a consultant and realized that they're doing things much like I was doing them 10 years ago, where it's just Mm -hmm. like everyone kind of knows what their job is and then they just do it. But like the thing that was kind of like the big awakener for me was somebody had basically said like, Hey, do you ever have any plans of selling beefy? And I was like, Mm -hmm. honestly, I don't really know. Like, first of all, I'm, I'm a pretty young entrepreneur. I'm only 33. And when I started the company, I was obviously 23. So at the time, mm. like I didn't have any big aspirations to sell it. Like I was just trying to grow something that I thought was fun and cool. And, you know, I got to serve people and work with people. Like it wasn't about like this big yeah. acquisition goal, which, but that was for the first time when somebody kind of asked me that, I was like, well, I don't know, maybe like never even thought about that. Like that's, yeah. I didn't think that this would be big enough to be sold, you know, like right? just kind of crazy. Like, to I buy it. <laughs> thought I was just like a freelancer still, you know? Yeah. Um, and so in that conversation, they said, you know, if you were to remove yourself from the business, would your business still be able to operate? And the reality at the time when they asked me that question, the answer was no. Beefy would not have been able to successfully continue to move down the road without me. Like I was definitely mm-hmm. doing way too many things, um, oh, yeah. and they and they kind of challenged me. They were like, "Hey, you've got to you've got to document your processes and systems. Like if even for something as simple as like Andrew came down with the flu and he's going to be out for three weeks, and you guys are currently working on five websites." Who's going to, who's going to see those websites through? Like, am I going to have to just like wake Mm -hmm. my sick ass up every day and take care of it? Or will the people on the team be able to see, (laughs) you know, what's happening or will I drop the ball and get a bunch of, you know, bad Google reviews? And so I spent a long time with a a friend, mentor of mine, a guy named Keith. And we literally Mm -hmm. sat in our office and just spent hours thinking through every step that we needed to like do when it came to a new project in our, in our process, we, we started focusing our efforts specifically on processes that related to services that we were delivering, right? Processes definitely go far beyond just like client deliverable deliverables, right? Like from onboarding customers, onboarding clients, or sorry, onboarding customers, onboarding team members, um, Mm -hmm. offboarding people. I mean, there's a lot of use cases for documenting processes.
2: Yeah, offboarding is really important because we were talking about that the other day at lunch about how there was a company that had been paying for a guy's, uh, you know, one of his SaaS services for years yep. after he worked <laughs> for the company. Yeah. Just like, wait a second, what? Yeah. yeah. And so those so, outboarding processes are just as equally important as onboarding. Like, make sure you get them in. and And that outboarding process, too, that's how you're sending them out into the world. You know, that's how you're leaving them off. So you want that to be a good process as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and I think for me, like I knew that we had to make a change because mm-hmm. that one Google review that was bad could have easily been a hundred bad Google reviews oh, if yeah. I didn't make a change. Right. Um and I'm I'm not okay with that. And by no means am I saying Beefy is like the a perfect company now, now that we mm-hmm. have processes. Like it's not a fix all. Um there's still growing pains. There's still the challenges of like being a smaller team. There's still the challenges mm-hmm. of, I think, this natural – I don't know if you want to call it desire call it or like just the, like <laughs> – Yeah, the yeah.
2: occurrence, just life, like just yeah, exactly. what pops just up in front what, of What pops yeah. up, yeah. yeah And then the
0: fact that like as a CEO, like I – it's not that I don't mind giving control. oh Like I, I mm-hmm. don't like mind like uh, relinquishing control, if you will. The problem that I struggle with is like making the time to teach someone else to do the things that I've been doing.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I know, I know you're
0: capable of doing it. Right. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. that I I don't trust that you're capable. It's that I'm so like full steam ahead trying to get work done for a client that I'll rather just stay in that position and make sure that they're happy than Mm -hmm. spend the time it's going to take to teach someone else. But I need to like, I need to spend that time because it's like, sure, I might have to invest 10, 20 hours, but then I'll never have to think about that thing again.
2: Right, because I'll yeah. know that it's being taken care of. What are those the ads that I've seen on I think it was TikTok for that thing called Scribe where you can, you know, never repeat yourself to your coworkers again. Have you seen those ads? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a pretty, so that's it's a pretty cool I'm
0: glad you shared. That. That's a cool software. Yeah. Um, yeah,
2: it really is. And for documenting intercompany company things that you have to do like, you know, the the example I saw was someone taking two PDF files and merging them into one a very simple task that I don't want to have to explain a million times but so I think I'm going to start using something like that when I explain something to a client that way I don't ever have to do it again you know here watch this video yeah
0: I'm so glad you you brought that one up that's actually one of my favorite process management tools it's not one that we use currently but I think that Mm -hmm. depending on the application that someone who's listening to this episode is thinking about documenting processes uh, whether yeah. it's for customer service or onboarding or an internal process with a, like a specific system or tool, honestly, it's a game changer because the way, just, just to kind of quickly explain how Scribe works, it, it's scribehow, H-O-W.com, if you want to check it out, is mm-hmm. that they have a Chrome extension. You like basically press record and you go about whatever process you want to do. So let's just say that the process was, I'm going to teach someone internally how to use our CRM to mm-hmm. add a new lead And to send that lead, you know, their first welcome email or something. Like, let's just assume that that's the process. I literally just press record. I do it as if I were doing it for myself. I press stop, and the software scribe automatically records every step, like basically Mm -hmm. verbatim, like navigate to this website, click this button, insert the name field. Like, it walks through that and then it automatically adds screenshots as well of those Mm -hmm. different steps. Well, guess what? Like you just, I mean, it's crazy.
2: Yeah. That I can't tell you how many hours I've spent creating screenshots and putting screenshots together, especially with a computer task. If I can't show you, it's going to be really hard to explain to you. Although go to file, go down, go down to settings, look for this. You can walk people through it with words, you know, but that visual really
0: helps. It's incredible for customer support. In my opinion, I think so too. Um, for two reasons, right? So you, you, arguably you could say, well, Andrew, there's, there's incredible tools out there now like Loom where you could record a Loom video and just share that video with the person. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. I don't think there's anything wrong with Loom videos. Those are great. Mm-hmm. What's great about Scribe is that when you actually need to create like a help article that you could right. put on your support docs where somebody could step by step, right? Mm-hmm. The one thing that's good about a video is you can press pause, rewind, and start again, right? And listen over and over again. That's great. But there's something for some people that they want to read it. They want to see. Okay, where do I go? What do I click? Sometimes what do I do?
2: I want the chart and the still image, you know?
0: Yep. So I think yeah. that that is a great software. That, that's a that's mm-hmm. really good one. I'm glad you're so glad you brought that up. Yeah, I, I because... think it's
2: just one of those things that speaks to efficiency, you know? Yeah. And I think when it comes to processes, really efficiency is what you're looking for, that optimal efficiency. What how do you think that for the business owners out there, how do we identify where there's inefficiencies in those processes? You know, I'd
0: say one of the easiest is like where, like when you're doing customer feedback, NPS or Google reviews, what is the part of the process or what is a part of the the experience that your clients or your customers are telling you that mm-hmm. there's a bottleneck, right? Like, hey, right. I loved working with your client or your company. You guys were so great the only thing that sucked and I wish could have been a little bit better was this. Well, right. likely you need to put a process around that so that that experience is better for the client, right? Obviously mm-hmm. what I'm talking a lot about right now is external processes, process that affect your your end user or your clients. Um, but that that same thing happens internally. What are you seeing people like in your daily huddles mm-hmm. or in your monthly or weekly team meeting saying like, man, like this thing is so hard. This thing is, you know, taking me so much time. For the companies mm-hmm. out there that do time tracking of their employees, where are your, ta- where are your employees spending a lot of time? Yeah. Are those tasks really six-hour tasks or are they, are they inefficient? Are they just not mm-hmm. being handled like correctly? I'll give you a great example of an inefficient task that I'm personally currently experiencing. Whenever you set up someone's uh, account inside of Facebook Business Manager to run Facebook ads, it's quite the process. Like. There's a lot of mm-hmm. steps that you have to do. You have to set up the business manager account. You have yeah. to add a payment method. You have to grant access to the agency. Like, it's a lot of work. Right now, I'm clicking. No, no, not exaggerating. I'm clicking like three different links to look at the next set of instructions to do that one task. Yeah, that's that's taking me three hours to build out a, like an ads account. So there might be other ad experts listening to the show going right now, like, dude, you're just an idiot. You don't know what you're doing. Sure, you're <laughs> right. I don't have a process for it. Like, I don't, I don't have a system in yeah. place to do it. That's a good example of if that was all in one process, all in one place, I could mm-hmm. just go down that list in one place and know exactly what I need to do. And not only could I do it, this is what is so special about documented processes. Anybody on my team
2: so, that has yeah, half a brain
0: can read, can read through it to me. Anybody on my team should be able to pop in there and say, wow, this is well documented, well, mm-hmm. well explained. There's a video tutorial in case I get stuck great i know what to do here i can help i can help take this off andrew's plate because it is documented
2: yeah the other aspect of it being on your team where where those processes help uh if someone calls and you're in a meeting and they really want to know where their website is right now but you're in a meeting and you're the one with that knowledge but if we have a process that's documented we can log in we can look at that process and i can go Okay, it's right here and here, and Andrew is in this meeting right now. But as soon as he gets out, I'll let him know you called, and you know that it helps with that customer management there.
0: Yeah, for sure. There's actually a study done by McKinsey and Company, which mm-hmm. actually said that inefficient processes
2: can cost businesses up to 30% of their revenue annually. Dude, that's huge. If you could just save 30% of your annual revenue by being more efficient, I think that is we've sold that thought right there, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to bash on HubSpot for a second.
0: I'm not a HubSpot Ooh. partner anymore, so I can I can do this. So I can do this. <laughs> and I and I'm I'm and I'm saying this in a I don't know how to say it. I'm being respectful here, but and say, uh... they recently made a huge, massive shift to their partner program, mm-hmm. and it it hardcore affected. Their smaller agency partners, uh, partners that they called silver partners. That's the status that we were. Um, and there was these KPIs, these metrics that we basically had to live up to in Mm -hmm. order to keep our, our partner status. Uh, and basically what those KPIs specifically were was sold MRR or sold monthly recurring revenue and managed MRR sold meant. Uh, people signed up for HubSpot and were actively paying HubSpot for their software, right? And managed uh, revenue was us being in those clients' accounts, actually helping service that HubSpot account. So whether it's writing blog posts or managing SEO or whatever, doing Mm -hmm. stuff within that client's HubSpot account, okay? Um, We had been promised lifetime commissions. And this has been, I mean, for a decade, I've been getting commissions from relationships that I've... uh, Brought to HubSpot, I recommended HubSpot over the years, mm-hmm. and this year they basically said, "If you guys don't hit your, you know, KPIs or whatever, we're stripping all your lifetime part or lifetime sponsors or lifetime commissions that we've promised you." Um, there's a lot. So obviously, like, that's why I said I'm not a HubSpot partner anymore. We, I, mm-hmm. I didn't think that was very ethical. It, it was pretty yeah. frustrating, and a lot of people in the HubSpot partner community felt the same way. Uh, one of the mm-hmm. conversations that's been brought up a lot is the fact that HubSpot was in a position where they needed to increase revenue. Uh, obviously, I'm sure that there's a lot of you know, inner workings behind the scenes that we don't know anything about, um, but they need to increase their revenue. And so what does that mm-hmm. mean? Where can either we have to boost sales or we have to cut spending? Well, mm-hmm. guess what? When you're paying you know 20% commissions or whatever it was to probably hundreds or thousands even, of agency partners and overnight you can make some new arbitrary rule that says, if you don't do this, we're going to pull those commissions away. Well, in theory, they effectively just increase their revenue. You know, I don't know what the percentages are pretty substantially, but imagine, and I can't say this with certainty because I have no idea anything about HubSpot's, you know, efficiency, but I can say this. If inefficient processes have the ability to affect up to 30% of revenue annually. Imagine if they would have spent their time investing in being more efficient in what they were already doing. Mm -hmm. Didn't didn't affect their partners that truly at the end of the day are free salespeople. Like I'd lay off a salesperson before I'd lay off of an agency partner because a sales rep Mm -hmm. is costing you 60,000 plus commissions and benefits and taxes and insurance every year. Then agency partner costs you $0 annually Mm -hmm. other than the commissions that they've earned right for me that's just like from an optics perspective and again i'm not a ceo of a massive company like that so i don't know shit but you know that's my opinion is i think that they could have certainly revisited their 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 process there and seen Mm -hmm. if there was inefficiencies like i know i just kind of took a huge tangent there but i think that it is eye-opening to realize that 30% Thirty percent of revenue, yeah, that's do- like that's dumb.
1: Like we're it's, just literally yeah.
0: just giving money away. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. I don't know. It's maddening. Uh, bottom line, it, maddening. <laughs> I don't know, that
2: reminds me of something I heard a long time ago. The process is the product, and the product is the process. Mm. And as as we got into documenting processes, I realized that well, you actually can make the process a product. (laughs) But what I took that as originally is, you know, everything that you're going through, everything that you do, each of those steps is important. If a step isn't important in your process, then it shouldn't be in the process in the first place. Each step should be important. I think that...
0: I just love that, like whole <clears throat> the whole idea that the process is the product, and I can say mm-hmm. with certainty that in our own business, that is true. Yeah, and so much so that I literally using it. I use it as a unique selling point when I sell a, a service now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so one of the processes that we set up early on in our for our business specifically was uh, one for our website. So obviously, one big big portion of our business's website custom website design and maintenance. And it was one of the biggest areas of like, okay, if we're spending 90% of our time on this and we're not spending it well, and we're missing things, we've obviously got to fix this.
2: So Mm -hmm.
0: we, um, we spent a lot of time, like I said, dialing in that process. It's amazing. So much so that, like I said, now when I sell a website, I'll literally say, when you, when I'm talking to a new prospect or a new potential customer, I'll say, Hey, why don't you talk to the, all the other web guys you're talking to, ask them to show you their process. Show, show mm. you what they're going to do, what steps they're going to take to build your website. Just, just ask. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll almost put money on the table that not <laughs> many of them, if any yeah. of them,
2: well, will have I'm any thinking, documented yeah. process. Me back as a freelance web designer, uh, no. It's a if customer. somebody would have asked me that,
0: 2013, yeah. I'd have been like, "Yeah, well, shit, I'm not getting that business." Yeah, and I like, would have, I would have had to just like smooth talk it.
2: <laughs> exactly i probably would have told you that i didn't need a process defined because you know everyone's unique or something stupid like yeah, exactly. that. exactly like yeah. <laughs> yeah. A,
0: a process means you uh, you're putting you're putting into a, into a box yeah like... it,
2: everyone is unique but uh guess what you can still have a framework that that's right every, okay i just had a great thought you ready for this one Andrew? do it buckle up buckle up you ready yeah <laughs> we all as humans have the same framework our bones are all kind of the same but what we look like on the outside is completely unique. What we True. are is completely unique, but we have the same framework. Yeah,
0: skeletal, skeletal system, same.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it is okay to still be creative and outline what you're going to do. I, For the longest time, I felt like if we put something down on paper for structure, well, we're not being creative. But no, you're just being chaotic if you don't have structure. That's right.
0: Yeah, when I show people that process, when I, when I use that as a selling point, I show them the process and I kind of scroll them through every step that yeah. we have. They're like, okay, like why wouldn't I trust the guy that can show me that he's not going to drop the ball, that he knows mm-hmm. what needs to be done, that there's a section yeah. for SEO optimization, that there's a section for Google Analytics, that there's a section for internal development reviews before we launch. Like that gives mm-hmm. me a lot of peace of mind yeah. spending $15,000 on a website, you know, it's like, okay, I want to know that if I'm spending this much money with you and I'm trusting you to do it. Cause the reality mm-hmm. is there's a lot of website designers out there that suck oh, bottom yeah. line. And again, I was a, one of those designers that sucked 2013. Um, probably for a few years there. Right. <laughs> Maybe John, a little bit too. Like we, and it wasn't that we had, you know, ill intent or we were, you know, not trying to do it right. We were just trying mm-hmm. to do too much and had no systems yep. to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. just like, we're just trying to make money, pay our bills. Like we're one man operations. So, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, that's a hundred percent accurate is that your process is your product. If you can iron out what it is that your system is, that's what someone's going to buy. They're buying Mm -hmm. your system. That's why people like systems in general. It's why podcast production is such a popular service for us because people Mm -hmm. look at us and go, you guys have a repeatable system where we can Mm -hmm. come in. Build out a show flow, build out a format, yeah. show up every single week, come in, don't do anything, but talk about what we want to talk about. And we're passionate about mm-hmm. leave. You guys record it, edit, distribute it. Sometimes create yeah, social content out. for us, like everything. And mm-hmm. you just come back and do it again next week. Like,
2: yep. That's a system. And, yeah. And even in those systems, as little things pop up and, oh, man, we need to do this first. Or like the biggest example I can think of in the podcast process is adding a trailer before we launch so that the YouTube channel is established and we don't have to wait for that first episode. Yeah. Because I don't know. People may not even know this out there, but YouTube, when you upload your first video, there's, there can be so, a waiting period before it actually becomes available.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: And yeah, and there's all kinds of challenges that I think we've encountered along the way. But I don't think it matters that you were frustrated by something or something stumped you. I, th- I think what matters is that you get back up and you go f- see that through. You know, you go finish that work that you set out to do. Just because you hit a roadblock doesn't mean you you give up. And so with that in mind, while we're implementing new processes... What do you do? How do you look at the processes so that we're making sure that we're not stepping on our toes again?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the big thing is one evaluating what is working and what's not working, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if I, if I, if I, even if I wasn't using a process management software, I was using pencil and paper and I was thinking through, like, okay, every step that goes into creating a logo or starting an SEO campaign or whatever it may be, I'm going to write down every single step that we're currently doing. And then I'm going to look at that list and say, okay, is there any bottlenecks here? Is there any of these steps that I just wrote down that are just like, could be automated, could be more efficient? And I think inherently we know, I think when you look at that list, you're like, man, I really hate when we get to step five, like step five is real Mm -hmm. pain in the ass. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, then let's break that. Let's let's break step five down. Like, what can we do to make maybe that maybe it more needs efficient? to be five and six to six, make six exactly. Like, yeah, do we stretch it out? Do we assign different people? Do we automate it? Like, what can we do to make that that piece easier? I think the other thing you have to be really respectful of, and this is actually kind of an interesting uh, statistic, or it was a survey uh, co- mm-hmm. conducted by Deloitte. They found that sixty five percent of businesses face resistance from employees when introducing new processes, which obviously highlights hmm. the importance of change management. So what i take away from that study and with that survey is that if you're just starting out like process creation in your business like if if this conversation mm-hmm. is like the thing that goes shit yeah we need to do that we've been thinking we need to do it for a long time but we're going to do it like this is today's the day you know i'm going to i'm going to find the software that you guys talked about and start make sure you involve your team like yes i i, I to some to some extent. Like, right? Like if you have a team of a thousand employees, I get it. You can't have everybody there, right? right. You can't send surveys to your team and say, mm-hmm. hey, this, this because th- at the end of the day, if you have a thousand people team, there's departments that have their own processes, right? Like that thousand-member team is not all working on the same thing. You've got 10 people no. that are development, 10 on design, 10 marketing, 10 sales, whatever. You need mm-hmm. to dive into those individual, you know, subsets of your company and say, hey, what are what are the things that you guys are doing regularly? What what about those processes do you like? What about them? Like, Mm -hmm. you've got to do kind of that internal audit. Uh, If you have a smaller team like me, it's a lot easier. You have a team of five or six, like, hey, everybody sit down and literally just whiteboard it. Right? Like, talk about what's working. Hey, John, come look at this thing. Just like holler across (laughs) this office like we do. Um, But I think it's very important. I think this is where um, I was listening to a podcast yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's called For Inquiring Minds. Really interesting podcast. Um, For Inquiring. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. And they were interviewing uh, this guy who had just made a a big company acquisition. This guy bought a podcast agency. And one of the things that he said he was the most fearful in that acquisition was that he was going to walk in the door and they were going to say, you don't know shit about podcasting. You don't know anything about audio. You're just Mm -hmm. some dude who bought our company, like F you, right? Yeah. So what what I took away from that is that you do have to be really mindful. You don't want to come in and be one of these guys that's like, I bought this place and I know everything. We're going to change everything and we're going to do everything completely different. It's like, dude, like that's going to, that's dangerous. That's dangerous for culture. It's dangerous for morale. It's like at the end of the day, it's going to have the reverse effect that you expect it to have.
2: Well, especially if you're brand new in that situation, you need to go meet some people before you start telling them what they need to do. You yep. need to go find out who they are and how you need to talk to them and let them know that you're a human, for one, and that you're not just here to slash and burn everything, but you do want to see change.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think I think the big thing there, too, is to know that your processes can, in my opinion, should be relatively um, fluid and adaptable, right? Yes. It, it doesn't need to be like all right, this is our process. We printed it out. We, you know, we stamped Mm -hmm. it on stone and this is it. This is the Bible. It's like, hey, hey, like you're going to realize when you start doing this that like, oh shit, we really missed a whole step here. Like what Mm -hmm. do, like we forgot about that. Um, We use an amazing software, which I'll share. I'll share a little bit later on our our big business growth hack of the day. Uh, But we use an amazing software that makes it really freaking easy to make quick changes on the fly. So our process software, our process is fully documented out. We can actively run that process as if it were like a checklist for multiple clients at the same time. So we can stay on point, right? Uh, It's more of like an active working document than it is like, say, just like a piece of paper you reference, like an SOP or standing operating procedure. Um, It's actually like a a living, breathing, you know, interactive process. Mm -hmm. But one of the cool features is let's say that I make a change to like, say, step five, and I'm like, oh, I was supposed to do this on step five. I'm going to add that field in. When I make that change, it'll literally prompt a little pop-up will pop up. And it says, do you want us to go ahead and make this update across all active workflows using this process? Oh, no. Nice. It's like, yes, please. Right? Yes, I so, do. So I not like, oh, that. crap, I got to go do it for six different. No, it's like, <clears throat> quick. Like, Man, I, I need this I one thing.
2: You. Yeah, I know this is a little off, but just uh, and speaking to efficiency if you can get something done faster, obviously that's more efficient, but having those things in place like that function of process street, it saves you so much more time. You have more time to get into, you know, what you really need to get into. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, so yeah, yeah, I think this has been a really awesome conversation about processes and all that, but I think to wrap it up, how, I'm kind of curious, how do you see processes playing a role in the future growth at Beefy or just in a business in general? I am
0: very optimistic about the fact that we've up till now we've really been mindful of only building out processes for like our our core services, like the things that we do mm-hmm. 90% of the time. I would like to see those processes be implemented for you know, every, like really everything that we do, like more yeah. of what we do. Um, because I think if we do want to grow and evolve and, you know, even if I ever did want to sell the business one day, Mm -hmm. it would be really nice to be able to just kind of like, you know, the, the old, like hand the keys to the kingdom over, right. Where it's just like, right. There you go. Like literally you could inject your people into this system and like, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's already operational. Like you just fall into the process that's here. Like the last thing I would want to do is have somebody come on board and they're like, okay, well we need to have, you know, you guys sell a lot of logos every year okay, well, what's the process to sell, like to sell a logo and right. to deliver that logo. Yeah. And the, you know, like I want to know that that's mm-hmm. so documented out that if somebody were, were going to acquire our company, they would just be like, yeah, this is, this is easy. Yeah. Like, this is how we do it. This is what we're going to do. Um, mm-hmm. so for me, like I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, there, there's a world where I've been kind of like talking with the team, John, I even mentioned it to you that like mm-hmm. maybe in the near, I don't know, next 12 months or so, I might want to go back and travel a lot you know like i've done before i lived i did the rv Mm -hmm. life before i'm thinking about maybe doing it again uh the last time i did it i didn't actually get to travel as much as i wanted to because i was actually producing another podcast uh so Mm -hmm. it kind of kept me kept me home uh whereas this time like i feel like i've got a little bit more flexibility in in what i can do with my time Mm -hmm. and obviously we put a great team around us like i know we can operate remotely
2: the processes that you've built out have allowed you to have more freedom than you have oh, 100%. When you were in 100% RV too. Mm-hmm.
0: 100% man. Like I, I mean I know without a doubt in my mind that if those processes weren't weren't put in place, we wouldn't be operating at the like I mean this no. you know again I it can make so yeah. much
2: sense too. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: just like it's a no-brainer, so, right? Like we no, you're good. We right now I think we're actively building this month like around 6 to 7 websites. Mm -hmm. you're not going to find many other marketing agencies or web agencies out there that can handle Uh, that. That number, my own three
2: was my tops. Like, yeah, you know, I could even, that's probably like a a lot, you know? Yeah.
0: So I, I attribute that to processes, right? Like I know where all of those projects are at in the process um, Mm -hmm. you know, Desiree who's on our team can go in there as a project manager and say like, okay, this is the thing that we need for this client or the thing we're waiting on for that client, or we need to have another call or we're waiting on something for the designer or the developer. Like Mm -hmm. we're all on the same page. It's easy for me to have a sit down with her and say, Hey, Desiree, where, where's this project at? Are we stuck somewhere? Are we, are we waiting for something? We all, and really Mm -hmm. everybody, it's like, you know, the whole team has this like bird's eye view of like where we're at with most of our opportunities. Mm -hmm. No, that really Um, helps.
2: Like your processes and Desiree specifically. It's nice to have a person that I can go talk to when you're in a meeting that knows your schedule and all of that. Like, can I talk yeah. to Andrew at two o'clock today? All right, cool. You're like he's got. <laughs> I'll go back <laughs> yeah, to work. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just, and all of that definitely comes back down to like just having systems in place. Like, and it, again, it affects so many areas of your business. And again, I talked a lot about it from a service and deliverability standpoint because I think for most companies that's where that the, the biggest need is. I think that the mm-hmm. second probably biggest is like the customer service and customer support need. And then yeah. lastly would be probably like internal processes, you know, things like onboarding mm-hmm. employees or, you know, accounts receivable and accounts payable, like right. things like that, that you just need to like have better processes for. Um, mm-hmm. I guess we'll, we'll wrap this thing up with a hack like we always do. Oh
2: yeah. We got to Hacks. Okay, gotta so I kind of mentioned hack. it
0: earlier. We got to have our hack. We can't leave. We can't yeah. leave them hanging. So I've talked about this software probably multiple times at this point. But there's a great tool. Uh, they don't even have an affiliate program, so I'm not making money off of you guys or anything. I'm just telling you about something that I love and use. It's called Process mm-hmm. Street. process.st, Process Street. Um, probably, in my opinion, the best process management software that exists. Um, there's other tools that are great. The one we talked, John brought up, Scribe, earlier. Um, mm-hmm. there's another big one. That's a big competitor of process tree. I can't, I can't recall their name, not because I'm just throwing shade just because I can't really remember their name. Um, <sighs> I can't it's like there it at the right tip now. of my tongue It's on the tip of the but, brain. <laughs> uh, it's, um, there's some great tools out there. Process tree. I can speak for myself and say that it, because of the fact that it's not just like this, you know, you could say, Oh, Andrew, I could just put all these processes in a word doc and you know, put them in a binder. It's like, no, no, no. If I gave yeah. you a demo of Process Street, you'd see that what we're doing is very, very different. Like think if yeah. documented processes met automated task lists, like all had a beautiful baby. Like that's the kind of stuff we're <laughs> we're talking about. Yeah. The reason I wanted to bring up Process Street today for my hack, even though I brought it up, I think, in the past, and it might have even been a hack in the past, is that there's no excuse mm-hmm. to start documenting processes, especially now because Process right. Street gave me a, a beautiful demonstration of a new feature that just rolled out a couple months ago which is ai generated processes so it is bro Mm -hmm. first of all it pisses me off because it would have saved me hours hours Hours. and hours of time i know i know all you have to do is i know y'all had this ai like it's it's been there you fools come on so you literally press a, a new process like you initiate building a new process um and it will ask you if you want it to generate it with ai and you say yes And then it'll just say, hey, give us a little idea of what this process is for. So today I could say, create a process for setting up a Facebook ads account in Facebook business manager. I'll Mm -hmm. use that example. It will automatically use AI to search the web and all of its brain power and AI stuff um, to generate every single step of the process that needs to be done. But not just the first steps. And that's the part that's pretty cool is, That it's not just like, well, here's the five things you need to do. It's like, hey, within Mm -hmm. these five things, in step one, you need to collect the client's name, their business information, their ads account information. Like it will literally build all those subtasks as Mm -hmm. well as like any type of form field. So that's one of the cool things about Process Street too, is you can actually collect data or input data inside of your process. So like things like documenting your customer's information or creating an email, all of that can be done with inside of your processes. It will build out the entire process for you. But like, mm-hmm. we're talking about less than five minutes, you'll have a process built. And then all you have to do is refine it. I promise yep. you, if that would have existed, you know, I don't know, four or five years ago when I built all my processes out, we'd have been in a very different position right now because of how right. much
2: time that would have saved me.
0: Well, uh, so you, again, it, no excuses. It,
2: it takes away the whole, I'm going to spend the next five hours hammering this out. No, I'm going to spend five minutes getting something that I'll spend the next 30 minutes editing. That's, That's right. Just beautiful,
0: and we've talked a lot about AI over the last, you know, several months. We have, Obviously, but Chat it Gbt ain't going like anywhere. ChatGPT yeah. like changed the world, and really yeah, caused right? a lot of other companies to like just
2: AI magic. It's
0: beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. Yeah, that is uh, that's certainly my hack for the day. The bottom line is, I think so. you know, I'm just leaving people with the advice that I wish somebody would have told me earlier on. I wish I would have had a mentor or a fr- or a friend or something. To come in and say, "Hey, dude, did you know that if you use this tool and like document this thing and like blah blah blah, your life's going to be so much easier?" Like, I, I had to figure all that out the hard way. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this podcast, likely you're a business owner or you're an agency owner. Um, you're probably experiencing the same thing. You're you're doing the same tasks every single week. You're dropping the ball. You've got bad reviews coming through, or maybe you just know that you're not being as efficient as you can be because everything is everywhere and you don't know. Like, you know, for me, that was a big part of it. It was just like, we're working on five websites. Where am I at with those five websites? Like, yeah, where are we at in the process? Like, am I waiting for something? Am I waiting on them did, did I forget mm-hmm. to email them back? Did they email me back? Like, you just don't know. Like, you have no idea what the hell's going on in your business. Process yeah. creation will definitely, definitely solve for that. So make sure you guys mm-hmm. check them out. Process a street. street. Uh, definitely check out the tool John talked about scribe. Uh, I can't oh, remember yeah. the domain I mentioned. And earlier. I though, googled a, it, a and I just
2: found an ad on Process Streets, or not an ad. I found an article on Process Streets website, and got rabbit holed Sorry.
0: Oh no, you're good, man. Scribe how HOW.com is the website that's for Scribe. It. Yeah. Um, but again, it, you don't have to start that you know crazy or, or spend money on it. Start with you know you can start in a word document, whatever. That's fine. But start yeah. somewhere. Like it's gonna help you at the very least, that's a great place to start to know what you're going to put inside of the software. Once you kind of document what it is that you want to do and what you want to make more efficient. And and even more yeah. importantly than that, audit your existing inefficiencies, yeah. figure out where you could be more efficient, where you could be more productive, where you could save the time team, where you can stop pulling out your hair. Uh, you know, yeah. that is, that's what's, what it's all that's about. Huge. So I hope that you guys took something away from this episode. Um, this is a fun conversation to me because it is such a, it, it has been such an impact on our business. Um, mm-hmm. I would, I would love to hear what you guys think. You know, that's the one thing about podcasting. I always kind of joke about is like, we feel like we're kind of talking into an empty room. We don't know what you yeah. guys think. Um, please, please, please connect with us. Whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, like shoot us a DM and just be like, Hey, like, that that podcast episode you know resonated like that that was something there spoke to me or tell me like Mm -hmm. hey that's stupid do it this way or here's a better process or here's a better software like i'm all ears want to hear from you guys i would like to really kind of bridge the relationship between talking to an empty room with john and hoping that people love this episode into like having a community where you guys out there in small business nation know that you guys have a sounding board that you can talk to us uh you know we're not um unaccessible you you, if you want to have a conversation with me jump on a zoom call jump whatever like i am down right like i want to meet you guys i want to talk to you guys i want to see what we could do i want to make sure that the content we're putting out every week is not a a, a, you know waste of time and it's not not hitting home for you guys i want you guys to grow your businesses i want you to see success i want you guys to have the time freedom to be able to go hang out with your family or go to the beach or go play golf or whatever it is that brings you joy Uh, for me Mm -hmm. it's kayak fishing we record oh, yeah. our episodes on Fridays, so it's, it's always nice to like head out early and be able to just go do something like that that just brings me mm-hmm. joy. But it's a Monday for you guys listening to this episode. So right yes. now you're thinking about Friday. I know you guys are. You're already like, damn, the right. weekend was good. I'm ready for Friday all over again. What if you could have that feeling every single day? That's what I want Ooh. you to get from being able to listen to our podcast. So make sure you share your feedback. Hey, if you haven't, leave us a review too on Apple Podcasts. The only way we can get our show discovered by more people make a greater mm-hmm. impact is by you guys telling Apple and the rest of the world that this show is good or sharing it with a friend is also just as valuable. We, we'd appreciate that. Tell somebody to listen yeah. to the show, make sure that they've subscribed, share it on Facebook, Instagram. I don't care where you share it. Just share it. Um, John, this has been a fun conversation, man.
2: Absolutely. The process Thank Thank was you. the product.
0: The process of the product for sure. And I loved I loved this part
2: right here. Andrew, for $1 million, will you sign us out of this episode?
0: Absolutely. Small Business Nation, we will see you guys next week.